it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Before we begin, if you like what you hear on Mile High Report Radio Podcast, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and go ahead and click subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Mile High Report Radio with your hosts, Adam Malnati and Ian St. Clair. Get involved with the Denver Broncos conversation at milehighreport.com. And now, it's time to get to work. Adam, it's our 299th episode of the MHR Radio Podcast, which is amazing to think about. But we've spent half of them talking about Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been very, very prescient, right? It's very, very front-of-the-brain kind of stuff going on with Deshaun Watson and what might be happening with him. I... It gets like I, I I just sort of rolled my eyes a little bit. It does get to be, uh, especially at this point in the off season, like well, what else is there to talk about? And you said it before we started recording. Nothing until the until the Denver Broncos have the quarterback situation figured out. Unfortunately for you, for me, for fans, for people who aren't fans that have to deal with people who are fans, this is it. Like this is this is all we really care about because it's the most important position on the field. I, I, you know, un, unfortunately, right? I, I don't want to keep talking about it. I don't want to keep pounding on it. But if there's one thing that George Payton could do to just give everybody a, at least that good that good feeling, right? It's put together some sort of package and make a run at Deshaun Watson. I, I know that they're putting out the whole we're not trading him vibe. I, I just don't see how they can move forward without trading him, whether it's to Denver or to any other team. 
I don't see how the the Texans can go into the next season with a, with a disgruntled Deshaun Watson as their starting quarterback. I just don't see it. And there's two things that have happened since our last podcast, which is why we're talking about this again, and because there's really nothing else to talk about. The Texans released J.J. Watt, so he's now a free agent, and he can go wherever he wants. And the latest report that I've seen on Tuesday, as of recording this podcast, is that he really wants to go to the Cleveland Browns. That would be interesting, since his brother plays for the Steelers. And there have been talks about how they should get all the Watts to go to Pittsburgh. Well, Cleveland is a huge rival of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So that would be interesting. They wouldn't face each other because they both play defense, but I just thought that's interesting. But that you mentioned a disgruntled Deshaun Watson. How is he not going to be even more disgruntled now that the best player on the team is no longer on the team? Yeah, you're, you're, you're ta- you've taken away his offensive weapons. You've taken away his defensive help. W- what is left? Like, <laughs> if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm sitting there going, fellas, just start over. You can start over. Just get rid of me and start all over. It's easy. You did it once. You can do it again. I I, I don't understand uh, how they how they. And when I say they, I mean the, the Houston Texans and whoever's currently making decisions there. Is it still Easterby? Is it who is it? Is it? I, I don't even know. I, I don't know how you can mend that fence. They, I sort of actually will liken it to what is hap what what happened in Colorado with the Rockies and Nolan Arenado. Not to bring that sore subject up for some of you uh, listeners out there, but if you think about what Breidich did with Nolan Arenado, that was a that was a situation that sort of took took place over a, a few seasons, right? There was always something that you could tell that relationship was going to break, and unfortunately for Rockies fans it broke in the way that Breidich won and he traded uh, Nolan Arenado for negative because he get he, he, he got nothing back really. And I can imagine that the Texans don't necessarily want that to be the end of this story, right? The Texans don't want the end of their story with Deshaun Watson to be, and then we traded him away for a sack of potatoes and he went and he competed in the AFC West for a, uh, division title every year and eventually won a, a, like nine Super Bowls. Maybe that's wishing for too much on my end, but I would I would not want to be the Houston Texans knowing that if I trade this guy away, he has the potential to go be not just successful, but, but perhaps a, a championship-style winner somewhere else while we're in the process of rebuilding again. And then the other thing that happened was on Friday morning, Jeremy Fowler with ESPN was on Get Up, uh, a show on ESPN, and he said that from a source, Deshaun Watson has a list of teams he's intrigued by. I didn't get all the teams, but I was told that the Denver Broncos, San Francisco 49ers are two of them. I was told the Jets, eh, probably not. So when you get that report, and then Mike Kliss confirms it, and then James Palmer with NFL Network confirms it. You can start to see why there's budding excitement. If he's intrigued by the Denver Broncos, it's then prudent on George Payton 
to explore it, to call. And I'm, I'm sure he has, even though the Texans have said he's not on the market. Cal McNair said last week, we're not trading Deshaun Watson, just like Jeff Breidich and Dick Montfort said, we're not trading Nolan Arenado. So you well, can they, did, see- they didn't trade him. Let me just interject. They didn't. They gave him away. But that's it's neither here nor there. So you can see why there is some excitement around this. And it, there should be excitement because he is a top-flight quarterback in the National Football League. And I've mentioned that I'm in the sports betting business. It's what I do at Play Colorado. Funny story. I saw that report. I remembered that DraftKings and Bet Rivers, two of the regulated sports books that are up in Colorado, they had Deshaun Watson to Denver on one of their offseason specials at plus 1,200. I waited too long, and by the time I went and looked, they had both already moved the odds to plus 500. Switcheroo there. Yeah. And so if you got your money in, if you got your money in earlier, then you're, you're going to be happier if it happens. You know, you sent me a, a, a message the other day that, that I thought was, was really interesting. And I think back to, um, you know, the, the pre Peyton Manning off season, right? That, that off season where the, the Broncos were bringing in Peyton Manning. And I hadn't really even pieced that together. And I'm not sure that I'm quite there yet, but you sort of said, this has that same sort of feeling of, of when the Broncos and other teams were courting Peyton Manning. We're, we're going and saying, hey, you, you know, come to us. And there's a, there's a difference here with Deshaun Watson in that Deshaun Watson is on a team and would have to be traded. He'd have to accept the trade because he has a no-trade clause. There's a lot of steps that have to be taken before you get to that point of uh, this being a, a, a poten- even a potential reality. And there's a lot of steps that you would have to go through to get it to the point where it is like what happened with Peyton Manning. But it's that excitement that you can sort of harken back to a little bit of, I mean, the the Peyton Manning stuff was why I got on Twitter. Uh, Quite honestly, I wanted updates faster and I knew that you could get them quicker on Twitter. And so I joined Twitter so I could get faster updates on what was going on with Peyton Manning. That was the whole reason that I decided to go ahead and get a Twitter account. And it isn't exactly the same because it's all reports. It's all innuendo. It's all rumor. It's all, well, it could be this and it could be that. And they're saying this is never going to happen. But Sean Watson is clearly unhappy and nothing is concrete. It's all it's it's all up in the air. It's all vapor, right? It could disappear in a moment. But it's it's just that feeling of excitement, of a potential discussion to be had. And it's I don't think it is the same as the discussion about, well, Peyton Manning or Tim Tebow, right? There there were even people back then who were like, oh, you stick with Tim Tebow. You just want a playoff game. And so that's what you got to do, right? This is different. I don't, I don't think there's anybody out there that would, would say, oh, I don't want Deshaun Watson because we have Drew Locke. You know, the Denver Broncos have their quarterback situation figured out. That's not the thing here. But the excitement comes with the potential chase, with the potential, like, we're going to put together a package, right? Peyton comes out and says, we're going to do this, this, and this. Maybe he would, maybe he won't. That, that's where you start to get excited. Now, we're, now we, 
as fans who are going to speculate, start to put together in our minds, this is what I would do. And now that starts the debate. And if it if it's a good debate, if it's a good discussion, it can be a really fun conversation about what would you give up? What would you do? How would you make this work? And that's where it turns into the, this kind of feels like the sort of the smoke before the fire of, of the Peyton Manning uh, signing. It, it isn't the same smoke, but it's a similar sort of like, it's a similar campfire you might be building. And the reason that I'm excited and that I'm talking about it and we're talking about it is because of the potential to, to shorten that gap between the Broncos and the Kansas city chiefs. And because it it is a grand Canyon esque gap. And if you can get a guy like Deshaun Watson, the gap closes because I'm going to keep saying this until it happens. The Broncos have not beaten the Kansas City Chiefs since week two of the 2015 season. Patrick Mahomes has never lost to the Denver Broncos. Ever. That's unacceptable. It's, it's, it's actually like when you start to think about it, you, you start to wonder if it's even really possible. And then what you really realize is, and and I'm going to say this again, you're starting to enter with a, a, a stretch of, of that many losses to the same team. You're starting to enter that Cleveland Browns, uh, Buffalo Bills era of, of like losing. That's the era that you're starting to enter as the Denver Broncos within the division. If the Denver Broncos can't turn things around starting next season, like there needs to be something in the 20 in the 2021 season you're you're looking at the same type of back-to-back loss run that the Bills had against like the Patriots or that the Browns had uh, against say the Steelers for so many years or whatever it might be you can you can start to see how the it it doesn't take much to completely fall off the table and I hate that we're still talking about this. I know I, th- I think I wrote an article about it a couple weeks ago. I think we've had this conversation over and over again. We've talked about irrelevancy. We've talked about when when stuff like this happens, it takes the team that that you think that you used to root for, right? We used to root for a team that was going to win all the time, and now you're looking for that paper bag, right? Now you're the Saints of the '70s. Now you know what I'm saying. Now you're the Cardinals of the of the '80s and '90s. You're you're that kind of losing franchise. That's not something that I know of, not in my lifetime, but I'm starting to feel like I need to start looking for a paper bag. Maybe not paper. You know, I'll get a tote. I can get a tote. That's fine. That's more environmentally friendly. And I'll cut eyes in it. It's fine. I get it, right? You know, you're not supposed to use uh, paper bags anymore. I don't know. But is that is is that the direction this franchise is going? And if I'm George Payton, and that's I think that's where the discussion has to go. If I'm George Payton and I'm taking over this franchise, and I'm taking it from the hands of of the greatest Bronco in Broncos history. I want to do something now. I don't want to wait. I don't want to do the red shirt year where you see what you have in Drew Locke and then you go and you find your quick. I want now. I want it done now. I want to make my moves now. I want this team to be mine now. And the best way to do that is to make a big splash 
and go get a quarterback that you know is going to be a starter that can make your team competitive. That's not Carson Wentz. It's not Mitchell Trubisky. It's not Nick Foles. It's not Sam Darnold, I don't think. That's my impression of it. The only guy I can think of right now that might be available that could do that for your team is Deshaun Watson. That's the guy. If he's available, I think he might be. It's interesting that you mentioned John Elway because over the weekend, my wife and I watched, we've started the second season of Peyton's Places and I'm not giving anything away, but the second episode was the one that Peyton Manning did with John Elway. And just to see both of those quarterback legends, two of the best to ever play the position, and they both played for the Broncos. And Peyton said something, and we've said it, I think Broncos fans know this. Sports fans know this. Two quarterbacks in history have won a Super Bowl and retired. John Elway and Peyton Manning. The fact that Broncos country got to see that twice is incredible. But it also speaks to why we are again talking about Deshaun Watson. Because the expectation is that high. And the organization hasn't lived up to those expectations and he is the best way to make it happen. Even if it's, in the words of Jim Carrey, so you're saying there's a chance, even if it's this small, and I'm putting my fingers two together. Little, as two fingers, very small, yeah, yeah. You have to explore it, but it also adds to the excitement. But back to that Peyton's places, to see those two analyze the drive was incredible. Because even as a kid, I still remember every single second of that drive. Yeah, it was. I mean, when you look back on that moment in Broncos history, like the, obviously you make a list of the most important moments in Broncos history. The drive is is top two or three because of just what it was. Ninety eight yards. I mean, it was incredible, right? It was incredible, and. It's one of those things where you want that. As a fan, you want that as, as a possibility again. And I, th- I think the other thing that happens here with this, and I, I don't want to go too far into the weeds here, but I do think the other thing that happens with this is when we start to have these discussions, there are, there are people in Broncos country who, uh, and, and it, I think that I was probably one of them for a while, and, and, and I get it, but there are people in Broncos country who so badly wanted Drew Locke to be the guy that they're willing to roll the dice on him making a Josh Allen-style leap forward in 2021 that is so outside the norm of what quarterbacks do that they've, that they've almost become vitriolic in their, in their opposition to a trade for somebody like a Deshaun Watson. Now, I'm not saying once the trade happens, I think people will, will jump in and, and they'll, you know, both feet, you know, and they'll swim to the deep end and enjoy it. But right now, the discussion is, well, you don't need to do that. You don't need to sacrifice the defense, for example. Yes, you do. You don't need to sacrifice the offensive firepower that you, yes, you do. But that you start to grasp at all these straws like, well, no, if you, if you, if you make that trade, you're going to lose all of this draft capital. Okay but you'll lose Bradley Chubb. Okay. You might have to trade away KJ Hamler. Ah, bye-bye. Like, dude, 
again, I go back to it. George, my man, I know you're listening. Probably not. Do it. Do it. Biggest package you can think of. Put it together. Draft picks, players, cash, Nolan Arenado. Throw it all in there. Make it happen. That will bring this that will bring this fan base back to a, a place where we can all kind of just breathe a little bit more. It won't be that false hope that we felt with Case Keenum. Joe Flacco. Drew Locke. Well, and whatever it takes. I mean, that whatever it takes. Because not only is there Patrick Mahomes, we've said it before, there's Justin Herbert, there's Lamar Jackson, there's Baker Mayfield, there's Josh Allen. The AFC is loaded. Stacked. So it, you got to do whatever it takes. And we've said it before, if you're you're worried about draft capital, with Deshaun Watson – you're going to be in the playoffs, so it's going to be a late first-round pick anyway. It's not going to be a lottery pick, like to steal NBA jargon. It's not going to be a lottery pick. It's going to be a glorified second-round pick. So who cares? I don't. I'd rather have the quarterback. That also there is some other there was some other news after we recorded the podcast last week AJ Boye was released which is a disappointment everyone thought he was going to be the number one corner he was going to be a great fit for Vic Fangio's defense and it just didn't work out yeah injuries got him he uh he never really seemed to be comfortable in you know, whatever the scheme was that, that he was, whatever he was being asked to do, he didn't fit for it. And I, I don't think that's a knock on AJ Boye. I think he's a, a talented cornerback. He's probably going to land with a team and, and have an impact. And that's fine. And I, you know, I'm one of those guys, somebody leaves, I wish him well. I hope they do well. I, I don't, I don't, you know, no ill will towards AJ Boye, but None. It, it was a situation where you kind of thought, you know, with a healthy Bryce Callahan, with a, a healthy AJ Boye, that secondary was going to be a strength that the Broncos could lean on, and they were going to need to lean on it uh, if they were going to compete. And you didn't have a healthy Bryce Callahan. You didn't have a healthy A.J. Boye. When you did, Bryce Callahan performed. Bryce Callahan, when he wasn't injured, was the best cornerback on the field for the Denver Broncos. I don't think there's a question there about that. A.J. Boye was not, and he he was at, at times a detriment. And, uh, again, you feel bad for the guy. But it's a that's a business decision. That's a contract move just as much as anything else. But he didn't fit what the Vic Fangio defense needed him to do. And so, you know, he's expendable. I think that it's one of those things where we will see more of these releases moving forward as well. This isn't this isn't gonna be the last guy who the Broncos have to make a decision on. But it is it is sort of it's indicative of where this team is right now with an understanding of you've got some big veteran contracts that might need to be offloaded in some way. I think the next one potentially is Jarrell Casey because of the cap relief that it will bring him. I think that's the main reason that, that AJ Boye was released. So I think the next move will be Jarrell Casey. Now I'd like to see him potentially work with Vic Fangio since he only played two games, two or three games. And then he got that arm injury. 
So I'd like to see him, but I think given the cap relief that it would bring, I don't think the Broncos are going to stick with him. Well, and I, I, the other thing that goes with that is the defensive line was not necessarily a, a problem for the Broncos in 2020. The one thing I will say that you could probably do here for the Broncos is Vic Fangio, for all intents and purposes, put together a defense that was fairly successful, missing two top corners, Jarrell Casey, no Von Miller. You, you were playing with a lot of second stringers out there. And they were pretty good. Is that is that a fair thing to say? One, of, I think they yeah, were the best best so. red zone defense in the NFL. I, I I do believe that Vic Fangio can put together a defense, and you don't need all those huge contracts. What that does mean, though, and this is the other guy that I think this is going to rile people up a little bit. It means Von Miller is potentially a cut as well. Uh, Von Miller's got a big contract, and he wasn't on the field in in twenty twenty. Would they have been better with Von Miller on the field? Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. Von Miller is one of the best defensive players in team history, maybe even in NFL history. Uh, maybe I'm hyperbolic there, but dude's awesome. Good for him. Can they be successful without his awesome? It looks like it. They certainly gave us an example of that in 2020. Is the cap space worth it? Or maybe he's packaged as a trade to Houston. Not to go back to the Deshaun Watson thing, but. Do they want? Do you want his contract? You can have his contract if we can have Sean Watson. That's a that seems like a Nolan Arenado style, style trade, right? That works. The other thing that it does is if you release Jarrell Casey, take that money you save and throw it to Shelby Harris, who's earned it. I mean, Shelby Harris has earned that money. So there are there are there are things that are going to happen as I stutter through that that some people may not like, some people may find frustrating. Some people are going to love it. We're all still waiting to hear something about Justin Simmons. <laughs> Pay that man his money is what we've been saying. Is it going to happen? I don't know. There's just, I think so. I, I mean, I, I hope so. I think, I think both Shelby Harris and Justin Simmons will be back. I, I think George Payton knows those are building blocks that you want on your team. So we'll see what happens. And I think the other thing is, is that we just don't know. This is George Payton's first time as a GM. He's been in the league a long time, was just with the Minnesota Vikings. But we don't really know what's going to happen and what he's going to do. And I, I remember a report when he was first hired that he has tight lips, like nothing leaks with him. So it'll be interesting to see because those of you who are Broncos fans know the Broncos were a leaky ship when it came to draft and free agency moves, like you knew what they were going to do. There was no secret. Now we don't really know. And I think when you see guys like Mike Kliss and James Palmer and Jeremy Fowler saying that Deshaun Watson is intrigued by the Denver Broncos, you have to take it at face value and get excited about it. But we just don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know what I will say this though as as we move forward and and we have kind of we've reached a weird spot in the NFL that we haven't really had to live through in the past 10 years maybe and it's this sort of dead zone with news there's not a lot of news right uh the 24-hour news cycle that the NFL has mastered with the NFL network and things like that we're at a point now where really nothing's going on so everything is rumor
rumor. Everything is, you know, I think this might happen. I think that might happen. Well, I've heard from this guy. I've heard from that guy. So it's fun because we get to speculate, but we're, we're at this point now where there's just, there's nothing going on. But what I will say, and, and this is more of a plug for our future episodes. And Ian, you weren't wrong. This is episode 299. We're going to have to do something big next episode. Like we might even, I don't know, maybe I'll bring a cupcake. I don't know. I like this season because this is when we do most of our uh, guest spots where we have guys come in and we have some of our some of our favorite returning guests coming back. And uh, we've already discussed some of the people who uh, we're going to have back on the show and that kind of stuff. I like this first time or first timers. Yeah. uh, Those who follow Broncos Europe know that uh, Michael McQuaid, I've been on his show multiple times. We've had column on before. So the plan is to have Michael on at some point. A little disappointed I haven't been invited. I I lived in Europe. I'm just saying, Michael, where you at? So it is is fun to to have guests on, and whether they're fans or whether they cover the team, to get their perspective and and see what they think, uh, what will the Broncos do, what have they done. Uh, It's just – it's a fun time to to get the perspective of – someone else aside from the two of us <laughs> these these two guys these two i think the old man would call us yahoos i believe that's that's the term he would use for us so uh yeah it's always nice to hear from other people you've been listening to mile high report radio get involved in the discussion at milehighreport.com and as always go broncos Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.